see this. Daydreaming of a magical place with artificial glass, dole whips, churros, and the backside of water. Under the sea. Under the sea. No need to pinch because this isn't a dream. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network. Oh, here is a riddle to guess if you can sing the bells of Notre Dame. What makes a monster and what makes a man? Whatever that pitch you can feel them bewitch you, the rich and the ritual bells of the Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners! We hope you've had a magical week and you're ready for the weekend. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee. This is episode 489, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we start, we would like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. We can help plan a magical vacation on any budget. Today, we are going to be talking to our longtime friend and listener, Lee Suggs from California, and he is going to be sharing with us about time in Disneyland. So we would like to introduce our friend Lee and longtime Mousecapades listener, and he lives in California, and he has taken a couple trips to Disneyland, and as you guys know, we always want to talk about Disneyland because we don't get to go there, and we want to get perspective from both sides of the country so that we're not just feeling like we only given love to the Florida people. So um, if you could say hi to us, Lee, let everybody know you're here. Okay, hi. How's it going? <laughs> and um, of course, Kaylee's with me too. So um, she's just not talking yet. So you went in like July. I can't remember the date and I'm sorry about that. When in July did um, you go? I went in, we went in July for the uh, summer trip. And then we also went to uh, a winter trip. Well, a little background. I'm a teacher, just like you guys are. Although I teach high school, um, we go during the summer because that's when we can go. And then uh, there's a towards Christmas break because uh, that's a good time to go. And my son uh, was in the Marine Corps, so he can get tickets that are military discount. And it's possible to uh, for us to go use those tickets more than um, just one time. You can use them three days of them, then you can use another day a different time. We went in July, and then we went in um, December. That's when we went. Now, you guys went for multiple days in July, right? Yeah, we went for three days in July. So that's obviously a much longer trip. It's different at Disneyland than it is at Disney World, where there really isn't as much of the, um, what you guys call the Disney bubble, where there's a lot of hotels and the, and the whole infrastructure where there's four parks, there's only two parks in Disneyland. So it's a lot different deal in terms of going there, where you wouldn't probably go as for as many days as you would go to uh, to Disney World. There just isn't as much to do. Plus, if you've been there before, then it's not as big a deal to go multiple times or to multiple days. So I am interested in what you think about the Incredicoaster. The Incredicoaster is a lot of fun. It was always a good ride. The ride was originally California Screaming. It was always a good roller coaster. If you live near um, some place where there's a seaside park, that was a big traditional thing in American culture where there were these parks that were on the ocean. The one that's around us is called Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. There might have been some in Missouri, that, like places like Chicago and stuff had them too. And so there were these parks that were had a big Ferris wheel and they always had a roller coaster. And so the way they originally themed California Adventure was it was a throwback to um, those parks. And then when they rethemed it to Pixar Pier, they rethemed the roller coaster. And so it's really cute. It smells like cookies when you come through the t- last tunnel and, and they do much and they of course sell cookies at the end these big cookies so they really themed it well and it's more fun just because it's got more of a theme to it it didn't have a theme to it really before it was just a roller coaster and now it has a theme they painted it different colors and stuff so it's it's more with the Incredibles so it's definitely unique because I mean, it's not, there's no place else that has that they have a park like that or they have that kind of ride 
so that's a lot different. And they've also rethemed Carousel as Jesse's Roundup, so that's the animals are all things from Toy Story 2. And then they have a, a themed ride from Inside Out. It's just a real simple ride. It's just that might be it for what's there. They also kept some rides that are not Pixar Pier rides. There's a thing that's a Goofy's Coaster. You know that thing in Animal Kingdom where it's uh, in the Dino Land? It's that kind of ride. It's a, it's a little roller coaster. Oh, yeah. And there's another. There's a couple of kids' rides that are still there. So they've they really rethemed it a lot, but they kept some of it. They call it Paradise Garden. They have a ride that's themed to a Mickey Mouse short cartoon that uh, you may have seen. It's called the Band Concert. It's the first one in color. And so they have that there, too. So Pixar Pier was paradise beers what they called it before it's a little less unified but it's a lot of fun it's, it's unique i mean they don't have it in disney world or anything so that's cool so they had the num num cookies when you're done with that ride did they have any yeah. other snacks there because uh they recently after they opened toy story land in disney world and i thought kaylee was there and she thought i was crazy when i was talking to her about it she's like i have no idea what you're talking about they sold uh mask pretzels like the masks of the people that they wore, and then they put this special black salt on them. Did they have that at Disneyland? No, I've never seen that. I mean, I know what you're talking. She, you're right that they did sell those. They sold a lot of different stuff when they first opened, and I'm talking about Disney World now, where they're in uh, Toy Story Land, where they, they have a little lunchbox. Yeah. They sold a, a Monte Cristo for a Oh, while, okay. Uh, which is a sandwich that that's a big deal on Disneyland. It's sold in the Blue Bayou. That's the restaurant that's inside where Caballeros Caribbean is, which they don't have in, in Disney World. Right. But they sell that. They sold that there. They sold some other stuff, and they don't. Then they stop selling it. So I don't. Know, they're kind of moving around with what they're doing there. But now they do sell. They do have different theme things there. Pixar Pier. I want to call it Paradise Pier because they used to call it that. Right. Um, but Pixar Pier, they have a they have a hot dog stand that's themed to the guy in Inside Out Angry or what do they call him? The guy that he's the head explodes all the time. I don't remember what his name is. The guy that's in Inside Out. I think he's I, anger. It's anger. Anger. Yes. Yeah. Anger. So anger. They have a hot dog stand. It's called Hot Dogs, and they have him on it. So anger dogs or something. <laughs> and then they have themes of Buzz Lightyear. That is churros. Disneyland for some reason has a lot of different churros more so than Disney World does. And they have a lot, they have purple ones because he's purple and they have a bunch of other stuff there. Farther up, um, they have a shop that's for Pixar. And next to that, there's an unbottled snowman. Remember there was, uh, he had snow cones that were yellow. Yes. Um, that's not a very nice joke, but that's what they were doing. So, <laughs> but they have yellow. It's yeah, it's the same stuff as Dole Whip, but it's, it's, it's flavored uh, um, lemon. So they have that. And so, yeah, they've got some different eats there that are, are definitely themed to Pixar, you know. And then, they, you know, Cars Land is themed as Pixar, too. And that's not in Disney World either. So Cars Land definitely has the same kinds of things. Cars Land looks just like the um, the movie Cars. So it's, the, it's like Rainier Springs. And so they have a bunch of, of themed things there, too, food-wise. And then, they, of course, have rides. But that whole area has been very far from from picks up here. The DCA or DC California Adventure is, is, is small. It's relatively small compared to, to, to even to Disneyland, which is way smaller than the Magic Kingdom is at, at Disney World. It's everything smaller. It's a much more compact uh, type of thing than, than, than Disney World is. Disney World's pretty spread out. So we've been told this, that just like churros are a much bigger deal on the West Coast than they are on the East yeah, Coast. Yeah, they are. On um, YouTube, a, uh, a channel called uh, the Disney Food Blog, and they're always talking about that, that there's a whole bunch of different churros that they have on the West Coast that they don't have on the East Coast. So I don't know why. Maybe because churros are Hispanic and they think that that's something that they need to do more of. They do quite a bit with the Day of the Dead and other stuff because they've used cocoa to do that with. And I don't know. They probably do that in Disney World, too, because they have a Mexican um, place in the... I mean, it's one of the nations in Epcot. But they definitely have a lot of stuff with that. And they do a bunch of stuff with Christmas-themed that are, are themed to Hispanic type stuff. Um, they use the three caballeros and stuff like that during Christmas. And then they have the Day of the Dead during Halloween and so there's a lot of stuff like that. So I don't know. That's why they have so many more churros. Yeah, there's a lot of different kinds of churros, and they and they rotate. They're always different according to the time of year they theme them. Um, they do the same thing with the days. Um, they have a bunch of different kinds of bidets. I don't know if they do that. I think they do that somewhere in Disney World, but they don't have a. They have New Orleans Square. You were saying they have a bunch of different beignets there. Yeah, there's a bunch of different beignets um, because they have a New Orleans Square. So there's a couple of restaurants that sell them, and then there's also beignets. There's a, a little window where you can buy them. So they, they really push that the whole theme pretty hard because that's what Club Thirty Three is. It's in it's in that area, and so there's a bunch of restaurants, and that's where the Blue Bayou is. 
that makes there's sense. a bunch of wrestlers in there that uh, and so that's different than than Disney World. But Disney World has a lot more of the Dole Whip flavors. I think there's many more Dole Whip flavors in Disney World than there is in Disneyland. There's more now, but for a long time there was just pineapple, and you could only buy it at the Tiki Boom. That was the only place to get it. Now they've expanded that some. There's a couple other places, but I think it's a lot of places. Yeah, they've expanded a lot because they, we found a place in Disney Springs that we didn't even know it had spread to Disney Springs. As far as we knew, it was only being sold in Magic Kingdom at the one stand and then at the Polynesian where you could get it, you could get it alcoholic at the Polynesian, but now they're starting to open it up and it's becoming like a Disney World thing to get a bunch of different flavors and they're making it so you have to go to different locations to get the different flavors so you'd have to go to one place to get this special one and then this place to get a different one yeah and that's, you see in disneyland they sold only the dole whips at, at um the only place you could get them was in the tiki room and just recently they opened a restaurant behind the tiki room um, right next to the Jungle Cruise, and it's got three flavors: they have raspberry, orange, and then they have the traditional pineapple, and that's it. But they, and I think Disneyland has more flavors and more locations. The only other location I've seen recently is a Disneyland hotel has uh, the Trader Sam's bar. That's the place they have in Disney World, and they copied it, and they have that that there, and so they sell and they do sell an alcoholic version which I've not seen until until we started doing that the only place in uh, Disneyland that you can buy alcohol is Ogus Cantina and you have to get a reservation and all that to be in there so they sell alcohol in, the, in Club 33 but you have to get in there with special invitation and everything so that's not something you see very much but um, they're much more open about selling alcohol in Disney World for some reason there's a lot of places to buy alcohol or it's limited and, and very limited in Disney. You can buy it at California Adventure, but you can't buy it in, in Disneyland except for, and you can't take it out of sight of Oakland. You have to stay inside. So, oh. so yeah, it's quite a bit different. One of the things that we noticed this last time was they had Dole Whip nachos. I've never seen that. That's something that they have in Disney World. But so, they may have it somewhere, but I've never heard of it. Well, he thought I meant you take tortilla chips and you put the Dole Whip on it. I'm like, no, no, no. They said they That's take... Yeah, he said um, it's waffle chips. They took like pieces of waffle. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And um, they made a, a they made nachos out of it, and I don't know what else they put on it. Caramel sauce. It was, yeah, I think there was fruit on it too. Was part of it. But um, that was something different. It's just interesting what they think is more important in Disneyland versus Disney World. I feel like we're sticking on food, and I'm sorry about that. So your favorite part about Disneyland or California Adventure, what are your favorite things that you do? And then you can tell me about the things about your wife and your two kids as well, if you don't mind. Okay, well, in terms of Disneyland, my favorite ride is Pirates, which is quite a bit different than the one in uh, Disney World. The one in Disney World, they didn't build it till later because you're close to the Caribbean there, and I think they thought that it would be too close to that. So they didn't build it until after the park opened. So when they built it, they built it really fast. And so it's a much shorter ride in, in Disney World than it is in um, Disneyland. Like I said, there's a restaurant inside of it. And so it's a, it's a much more extensive uh, kind of thing. That's probably my, still my favorite ride. The Cars Land ride has quite a long wait on it. It's the um, Radiator Springs Racers. It's the same technology as Test Track, exactly. So Test Track, it's the same technology um, as that, but it's much more themed. It's got all kinds of cars, animatronics, and, and stuff inside of it. Uh, that's a really cool ride. And then, other than that, World of Color is, is really cool. That's something that they don't have in Disney World. And that's a really cool experience. It's not a ride, but it's uh, it's the projections onto the water screen. Um, and the Christmas version is, is superior to the summer version. It was much uh, it was a much better story than the one that was in the summer. And then probably my favorite thing overall is Fantasmic, which is also a lot different in Disneyland than it is in Disney World. Because in Disney World, it's in a stadium. It's much more smaller scale. It's much more comfortable because you can sit down. The Disneyland version, they uh, set it up to be on Tom Sawyer Island. So it's right in the middle of the rivers of America. And they use the, there's a ship, the Columbia, which looks like a pirate ship. And they use it. And they use the full-size riverboat, which they have in Disney World, but it looks a little different. It's a Lilybell or something. I don't remember what it's called in Disney World, but there's, there's one that goes around. So the characters are all in that. So... It's a lot bigger scale. I've seen the one in Disney World, and it's it's certainly a good show, but it's um, the one in Disneyland is, is on a bigger scale, so it's a little more entertaining than the one in uh, Disney World. Unfortunately, they cancel things a lot in California. There's wind because Disneyland is built in the middle of a residential area, so 
so it's right um, in the city and it's not separated from you know the surrounding area like Disney World is. So they have to be much more careful about fireworks and, and anything that shoots up on that kind of stuff because they would get really sued if they were to start firing somebody's house. So they worry about that a lot more. So sometimes they'll cancel Fantasmic when you're there. But yeah, I would say those things are, are my favorite things. My wife probably likes just kind of walking around um, more than anything. And just like in Disney World, there's a lot of street atmosphere type stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on that you can see. She likes Fantasmic. I don't think she likes the rides quite as much as I do. It's different than Disney World that you can't schedule. Like, you guys can schedule rides. You can schedule ahead of time using the app, which you can't do in Disneyland. They don't do that. They, they have a thing where you can pay extra and get on the rides from your phone, but it doesn't. they don't have a, a way to schedule the rides ahead of time. Like, you can schedule, like you guys can schedule three or four rides ahead of time on FastPass, and that's, that's different, you know. I, the Rise of the Resistance ride is supposed to be awesome. I haven't seen it yet because it was not even close to being open uh, when we were there, in, even in December. And it's supposed to be amazing, but I haven't... Uh, it was just opening when we were there and it was crazy which you'll hear about on our trip report but we couldn't believe the oh, people yeah. that were taking ubers to hollywood studios they were like leaving 2 30 3 o'clock in the morning and lining up and so they started opening the park at 6 a.m they were opening it yeah, before no, that it was like 4 a.m a couple times because the capacity outside was just like overwhelming and they were I mean, they can't break fire codes or anything. So they were having to let people in further and further because of the amount. Yeah, no, that, in Disneyland, um, of course, it's in Disneyland. So it's not in Hollywood Studios. It's Hollywood, no, it's called that. What is it called now? It's called Disney Studios? It's no, it's still, still Hollywood. It's still Hollywood Studios for now. Okay, so so anyway, the, uh, in, in Disneyland, it's in the back of Disneyland. What they're doing right now is there's a virtual queue. So you have to do it on your phone. And so you get into the park, and they'll let people in. Like you said, they start lining people up at six o'clock. In the um, there's a space in between Disneyland and California Adventure. It's a big open area, and they'll line people up there, and then they let them into the park. Then at eight o'clock, which is when the park's opening right now, you can get into the virtual queue. You can't do it until then, and so um, you can see online people standing there looking at their phones, and then. They um, have to get into this queue. You just kind of you opt in, and the, the problem is, is that it takes about five minutes, and all the the, ride, the uh, queues are gone. If you don't do it in the first five minutes after eight, then you don't ride that day. So, and if you do get along, because they'll do like a hundred different um, basically ride groups, that can mean that you you get to ride the ride at six o'clock at night or something or later. So, and if it breaks down, you got problems too. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's quite it's huge in Disneyland too and it has not calmed down they opened it in January middle of January and it's still just crazy apparently it makes less the rest of the park less busy but Galaxy's Edge is just packed right now so it's, it didn't used to be but it, um, remember they thought during the summer it was going to be all totally busy in, in Galaxy's Edge and it, and it wasn't and I think that was true in Disney World too they were just absolutely sure it was going to be crazy land and, and it wasn't now it is so that's kind of, yeah. So, no, I didn't ride that. I've heard that's really cool. I like uh, Galaxy's Edge. Did you guys walk the Galaxy's Edge? Uh, I actually did not because it was so crowded. Um, we ended up walking through there. It was really fast because I think we were headed to another fast pass or we were just ready to, like, take a rest or something. So we just wanted to walk through. And, I mean, it was vastly bigger than I thought it was going to be. Like, because Toy Story Land in... Um, Disney World, as great as they did with it, and it's really well-themed, it's not super big. Like, you can walk across Toy Story Land in, like, five minutes, even with a little bit of traffic. No, I saw that it was tiny. Yeah, it was yeah. Tiny. and so Galaxy's Edge, I was expecting something similar, but it, like, took us just to truck across Galaxy's Edge and then back took us probably, like, 10 to 15 minutes just to walk. And we were walking fast. We were not even just, like... Yeah, it's the same size in both places. So um, the one thing that I want to talk to you, you mentioned that you don't get to pre-plan your passes like we do, but our friends went there at Christmas this year and they were telling us that they really preferred that, that they felt like they got to ride more rides than we do on the Fast Pass. Well, if you use the Max Pass, then it, um, it, you pay more. It's $15 a person per day, each day. So it, it adds up pretty quickly. It's big on the size of your party. But if you use that, uh, you can ride a lot of rides. 
So it's it's uh, because you do it from your. You don't have to go to each fast pass location. You could do everything from your Disneyland app. You're, it's the same kind of app as you have, but the Disneyland uh, Experience app. You can do that, and that makes it pretty easy to um, to ride a lot of rides. Even if you don't do that, if you get there early in the morning, then go in and as soon as you can into um, Disneyland. There's a lot of rides that aren't too bad. And right now, because everyone's shooting to the Rise of the Resistance thing, you can you can really do that. And then you can wait till California Adventure. It always opens later than Disneyland, like an hour, um, sometimes two. And so then you can go over there and ride those when it opens. And then you can take a break in the afternoon when everybody shows up and then come back when it's late. And so, yeah, you can do that, too. It's pretty easy to do that and ride a lot of rides. If you get the Max Pass, which is more expensive, but if you do that, you can certainly ride a lot more. Uh, you can ride virtually anything you wanted to uh, pretty easily. You can walk uh, pretty easily from the back of Disneyland to the other side of California Adventures, probably about two miles. And so it's not, uh, it's nowhere near the amount of uh, transportation that you have to do in Disney World. It's just a different um, thing too. And then the downtown Disney is right next to it too. So it's all it's all pretty smashed together. So you it's not any it's a different vibe entirely in terms of how things are spread out because in, you know the parks aren't close to each other at all in, in Disney World. It, you have to you can't walk. Can you walk to a park from one park to another in Disney World? Is there parks that are close enough? No. <laughs> I mean, if you oh, really well. were stretching yourself, you could walk from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, but I bet it would take you at least an hour. I mean, there's yeah, no, a walkway takes... straight from it, but it would take a long time. Yeah, the uh, the Disneyland and California Adventure um, entrances are are well inside of each other. I mean, they're it might be it might be 200 yards that they're separated. It's not very much, so you can walk basically um, and go back and forth between the parks easily. So you do have an opportunity to ride a lot more rides. They're much more densely packed, the rides are, especially in Disneyland. Disneyland has a lot more attractions than the Magic Kingdom does because everything is really densely packed. It's only under 60 acres, and, but and, but it's got a lot, a lot of rides that are densely packed in there. So that's definitely, it's different in a lot of ways. They just have, they have a lot less land to work with. So they um, have put a lot more things um, in Disneyland than they do have in Disney World in terms of in one place. Of course, there's a lot more to do in Disney World, period. But in terms of the uh, rides you can ride in one area, it's, it's much bigger. I mean, the number is. So your kids, do they still like the same rides they did? Or do they prefer some of the newer rides to what they grew up with? Because you uh, guys well, live there. you know, my daughter's 25. So, yeah, I mean, from when they went when they were small, it's radically different. I, you know, I, I would say uh, my daughter probably likes parades more than I would like a parade. I mean, uh, she would probably be more into that. Um, she was in drama and dance and all that kind of stuff when she was in high school, so she probably would be more interested in that than I would be. Um, although, I mean, some of the parades are fine. I don't would not want to see a parade every time I was there because they're pretty repetitive, but it, they definitely are, are worth seeing, you know, a couple times. I think you might also be closer to the parades in Disneyland than you are in Disney World because, like I said, everything is smaller scale. Right. But it's definitely not something that, that I'd want to do every time. And she likes that pretty well. She always wants to do that. She is, my kids can eat more of what they want to eat. Whereas as we get older, we have to make choices about right. what we eat because, uh, because you can't eat the same things you can eat when you're younger. I mean, you hear people on uh, podcasts and, 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 you know, like when you watch videos and stuff and they're eating all this crazy stuff. You know, they're going to the food festivals and everything and they're eating all these things. I couldn't do that. So. You know, that just gets sick. That's not something that, that I can do as much of as when I was younger. My kids like to go, go, go. You know, they don't want to take a break or anything. They did when they were young, but now they don't want to go. And so they'll they'll go um, opening to close. We did that at Christmas, but I don't typically do that. It's not, you just get too tired. But I did do that at Christmas because um, we were just there one day. But in the summertime, I we take a break because it's just a lot more pleasant. Plus, it gets, it gets pretty warm. It's not as warm as Florida, but it gets fairly warm in the summertime. So Florida is pretty oppressive in the summertime. So I've been there in the summer, and it's uh, it's hot, and it's humid, too. So, so what are the temperatures like when you guys went there in December? December, it's, it's relatively cold for California. Um, it was probably 40 in the morning 
and then it, it probably got up to about 65, maybe 70 at the most. Um, and then once it gets dark, it gets, it gets down to uh, 40 or 50 at the... It's, it's Southern California, it doesn't get as cold as where I live. I live in the mountains. And so it gets pretty cold here, um, and it snows here. But it doesn't snow in, in uh, Southern California ever. It doesn't get as cold, but it gets it gets relatively cold. It's probably pretty similar to what it's like when you go at Christmas time. I'd say it's pretty similar. Uh, although it can get pretty cold in Florida. Yes, so, we know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but it doesn't it doesn't get um, as cold as it can get there. Um, but it's similar. Where it's um, you know, I, I don't know when you went. Was it seventy degrees or very day like that? Towards the end of our trip, after we had left property, it was. We this time it was very. It was actually colder in Florida than it was here for Christmas Day. They had seventy degree weather in Missouri, and we, I don't know what was it, fifty five, sixty. Yeah, it was about fifty five because I wore a sweater on Christmas morning because it was cold. So that's kind of unusual. Yeah, I would I would say it was pretty similar to Florida. Um, I mean, that's why they built it in Florida because it's it's relatively um, temperate there. I mean, it doesn't get real cold, um, and it doesn't. It gets pretty warm in Florida, though. So uh, that's different. But they never would have to close the park because it was you know it was a blizzard when it happened in Florida. So although they have hurricanes, but they don't have the same kind of cold that um, that what I would have here. Um, or in well, of course, in Missouri, it gets very cold, and they don't—they don't do that. They were going to build a theme park in uh, in Missouri, though. I know but, that's so crazy yeah. to think of, especially this winter, as Kaylee can attest. How many days have you missed of student teaching already? Student teaching, I've missed three days, I think, and we've only been in school for four or five weeks. It's totally crazy here. The weather has been like a roller coaster. So I, I, I mean, they would have had to have it inside. Yeah, well, that is what they planned to do. It was going to be inside, but they, they you couldn't have an outdoor park that was open all year in Missouri or uh, any place in the eastern United States. I mean, there, it wouldn't be possible. That's why they put it in Florida. That's why it's in California. It doesn't get super cold, but it, it gets it's just cool. If you don't plan to have a sweater or something, you're going to be buying one, which is always a bad thing. So, because <laughs> uh, how much they cost. And they know that you need to do that. So they'll, they'll put them out and, oh, yeah, you're cold. Yeah, you see people doing it all the time where they, they get cold and they realize that they better go get uh, something to be warm. So, yeah, they take advantage of you. know how it is. Uh, they do have raincoats, too. You know, that is. Oh, yes. Know, people don't plan to have a rain poncho and then they'll sell you one. Oh, especially in Disney World. 30, 30 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, what well, they do in Disneyland. It's not as big a deal in Disneyland because it doesn't rain very much. But when it rains, they uh, they uh, suddenly appear because um, uh, they're definitely going to say it. It actually was drizzling a little bit when we were there um, uh, in December, so they, there was a little drizzle. It wasn't that bad, but it was it wasn't even necessary to have a raincoat. But people were buying them, and they definitely well, and then they quit. So yeah, it gets a little bit cool, but it's not it's not horrific. So what thing at Christmas was like the all? Or was there something that they always do that you love at Christmas? Or was there something spectacular? Well, Christmas, uh, I don't think that they seem as many things to the holidays. Well, I don't know. They do, it's spread out more in Disney World. So there's there's a lot of things that are um, in Disney that are, you know, I guess, compact that are, are themed. Like World of Color is, is themed to, to Christmas. Like I said, it was a better version. There's a meter ride that's very similar to the alien coast, uh, thing that spins in, uh, in Toy Story Land. You know, that spinning ride they have yes. there. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's it's those aliens, but this one is themed to Mater, and they have a. It's called the um, usually called the Junkyard Jamboree, and they do a Jingle Jamboree. So he's got a hat on, and it's not big time theme, but they theme that. And that's kind of cute. Uh, they have Sandy Claus in New Orleans Square near the Haunted Mansion. That's another cool thing is the Haunted Mansion holiday. Um, they don't do that in Disney World, but they they do the Nightmare Before Christmas theme. Yes. for that they do that they do that in, in during the during October too so, um, that's really different I like it better than the regular I imagine I like the I imagine fine but the one that they do with uh, Nightmare is, is pretty cool and so now they have walk around characters which they did this first year I've seen that but that's that's pretty cool they do the parade the Christmas parade that's different uh, they do a Viva Navidad Thing, a street party in uh, Paradise Gardens. That's in DCA. They do Small World Holiday. That's another one. That's that's a big one. Oh, that's pretty cool. I did yeah. see that. And that's yeah. And that's 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 they, instead of singing the Small World song, they sing um, Jingle Bells. And Disneyland Small World has a, a much better facade. They decorate that with lights, and so it looks really cool at night. 
I think that in terms of decorations, it's pretty similar. I think that they do a lot of decorations in all the parks in Disney World, and they do a lot now. They didn't do so many in, in DCA originally, now they do. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of decorations. There's a big tree in, in DCA now, and they have a lot of different themed food. So there, there's all kinds of Christmas food that they do. So yeah, Christmas is, and the park's probably the best, most beautiful that it is at Christmas time. In terms of, of appearance, I think that it, it looks, just because there's a lot more lights and, and decorations um, for Christmas than there is um, during the summer. They definitely theme a lot more rides to Christmas than they do in Disney World, at least in terms of Disneyland and, uh, and DCA. Um, I think if you put all the rides together that are themed in Disney World, it'd be the same or more, but it's much more spread out. That's why you guys can go there for seven days, because there's just a lot more going on. So did you guys get to ride Space Mountain on Christmas? Or when you guys went at Christmas? Um, we didn't, because um, we'd ridden it during the summer, and they had it themed to Star Wars, uh, what they called Hyperspace Mountain. And so they, they had it themed to Star Wars, and I don't like it as well as the, the normal version of Space Mountain. Disney World Space Mountain is probably a faster version of it because it was built after the one in Disney World. And the one Disney World is quite a bit bigger. And so it's uh, it's a little bit different in terms of the, of the ride itself. I like it when they do it the regular way it's done. The one with Star Wars, they're kind of just tacking that on there. And they, you know, they do some Star Wars stuff. But And it seems kind of silly now that they're doing it when they have Galaxy's Edge. They still have a meet and greet for Star Wars in Tomorrowland right now. And then they have, of course, they have Star Tours there too. So, But yeah, I have written it. I wrote it in summertime. But I didn't. I didn't write it uh, at Christmas, and they don't theme it to Christmas. I think they might do that with the one in Disney World. They did. They and it, it was the yeah. first year we had ever seen it because mm-hmm. we've ridden Space Mountain ever, like every year we've gone at Christmas, and we got in there, and you'll hear uh, everything in our trip report, but. Pretty much, Joey and I were not paying attention for the first half because we always worry about taking our picture at the beginning and making sure we look right and look at the camera because mom uses our pictures everywhere. So we're like, these have to look good. And then we got in the ride and we were like, they're playing Christmas music. And they, it was completely different, but that was the first year they'd ever done it. And so... Yeah, they don't. They haven't done that for um, this one yet. I mean, that doesn't mean they won't. They could actually decide to do that, but they haven't. They didn't theme it to that currently. There isn't anything at Tomorrowland. That, I mean, there's some decorations, but they haven't. Tomorrowland at Disneyland is in this huge flux. They don't know what they're going to do with it. They are changing the entrance right now, and I don't. I think they're they don't know what to do with it. There's a lot of uh, angst, I guess, about what to do at Tomorrowland because it's just not got a theme or anything. It's just a bunch of of rides that aren't related to each other or anything. I mean, if the Autotopia is quite a bit different than it is where you are. That's a, like a racetrack, and it's it's different. It's more of a, of a country drive thing. It's just weird. They've got Finding Nemo in there, um, the submarine ride, um, and then they also have the Buzz Lightyear ride. I mean, it's like these things don't belong together. So, it's, And then they threw some Star Wars stuff in. So it, it's definitely uh, in flux. I think that they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. They're talking about the Tron coaster coming there, too. So just like they are, they're already building it, of course, in, in Disney World. So, so they don't know what they're doing. They don't do much with Tomorrowland. It's, yeah, well, they changed our Tomorrowland sign, and I think it wasn't as... A while ago. Yeah, well, I... Yeah. Told, about it, six months ago, yeah. Not as exuberant in, in my... I mean, I don't think it looks as big as... I love it. I love the sleek design because if they're trying to move in the futuristic direction, it makes sense the way they designed it. My opinion was it needed to be much bigger. Because now when you look at it, it's so small. Right. Like you can hardly even see it when you're looking um, because it is white. And I get that like there's a lot of contrasting colors. So you should be able to see it fine, but it's just not grand anymore. Right. It's just it's, uh, like yeah. an archway instead of like this huge sign announcing the land now. It's very weird. Yeah. I mean, what happened with the... Uh... Tomorrowland, both of them, is they tried to go steampunk for a while, where they did a like a Jules Verne kind of thing, where they were this thing where they were copying Discoveryland in Disneyland Paris, and so it was all um, browns and uh, our Space Mountain was painted brown for a while. They did all this stuff in the '90s, like '90s, to try and make it like that, and then that failed because it was just ugly, and so they they went away from it, and so now they're trying. I think what they're trying to do is go back to the Tomorrowland of the late 60s where it was white, real modernistic 
looking. And so I think that they're trying to do that in both places. I think that that's their goal is to try and make it more um, like that Tomorrowland. You guys managed to retain your people mover, which they ripped out of ours. Oh. Um, and they put, a, they put a ride in ours that failed miserably. It was called Rocket Rods and it spun around. It was a fast ride and it went around on the people mover track and they didn't plan it well and it broke the track. There was big cracks in it. And so, yeah, it's a mess. So they, uh, they're going to have to make some, some radical changes in Tomorrowland. I don't know what they're going to do. It's definitely uh, a part of the park that's, uh, that needs some sort of uh, revamp. And it's redundant because it's got all the Star Wars stuff. And, you know, we got already got a Star Wars land now. So definitely some place that they're going to do uh, some work on. There's all kinds of rumors all the time what they're going to do. They were real concerned for a while that Galaxy Desert was going to fail because it wasn't busy. And so, um, and the parks weren't busy. And so there was a lot of, of concern that that was going to come back. Once they open this ride, though, then it's come back hard. So I don't think that's an issue anymore. In Galaxy's Edge, there are some things that they could have probably done a little bit better there with more characters or something uh, walking around. Um, but they're starting to do that, too. They're, they've got droids uh, like R2-D2s floating around now in, in uh, Disneyland. I don't know if he's doing that in Disney World, but they've got him moving around, and they're supposed to be three... Uh, uh, what's his name? Three CPU. Oh, I never can say his name. The guy that's three PO. There you go. He's supposed to start um, coming out too. So, so they're supposed to be doing some more of that stuff. Because when they first opened, it was kind of there was it was some interesting things to look at. It's beautiful how they did the theming and everything. But there wasn't a lot going on. There was not as much atmosphere type stuff as you see in other parts of the park. And I think they're addressing that. Plus, it's busy. It's a, it's a lot different. But you're not going to have a resort like we are hooked ours. Is that right? Yeah, you're, they're going to put a big hotel on yours on the back of it that's supposed to be like a galactic cruiser. Yeah, where you're at the, it's a immersive experience. You go there and you stay. Um, you don't leave. Yeah, that's that sounds wild. You I have think to sell your left leg to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean you got to be a Star Wars fan. Well, that one. when we were driving by there, the bus driver was like, "And here's where they're building the Star Wars resort." And if you have a small fortune or you know somebody that's going to die and leave you a lot of money, you'll be able to stay there for the small fee of $1,250 a, ni- a night on a in a small oh, hotel yeah. room. That's I know, it's crazy. so crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you were really into that, and you want, I don't know how long they'll let you stay. But it may, I think it's required that you stay three or four nights. I mean, it's part of the deal. You know, golly, if you want to lifetime thing, if you're going to do that. I mean, <laughs> I like Star Wars. But I would not do that. I mean, there's just no way that I would spend that kind of money just to do that. I mean, yeah, that's going to be what they do there. And so that'll be a different experience because part of it is they do go into that too and they're probably going to theme that. That may be really good for the Galaxy's Edge there because they may do more interactive things that other people will be able to experience because they're going to bring those people out. And if you're paying $1,200 a night, you're going to expect that something happens. I would think that that, and maybe that'll come to the West Coast too. They're not going to do a, there's no room to do a hotel gotcha. where we are because it just simply isn't enough land. So they're not going to do that. But they could expand uh, Galaxy's Edge if they wanted to. They'd have to take something out, but they could do that. So we'll see. I don't think, but I don't think there's a room for a hotel no matter what they do. So that's a pretty large area. Uh, that's Florida's thing. They have a lot more land. And so they can they can do uh, stuff like that. How many hotels are there? I mean, there's there's 20 or 30 hotels. Something in, uh, like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. So, I mean, and water parks and and all that stuff. So there's there's a lot more there. I mean, you can live on the property if you want to. You've got, uh, you know, millions of dollars. Yes. You can buy a house. So, yeah, so. Yeah, just let me pull that, that out of my teacher's salary right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So that, I mean, it's a different deal entirely. I think Galaxy's Edge is going to be successful, but I don't think they thought it through with what's happening in terms of uh, maybe the atmosphere stuff in the, in the land. I think they thought they were going to open both rides at the same time and it was going to be fine, which it is now. But they could do that. I think that that would make it just a little bit better. And there, there are a lot of people that like Star Wars and they don't like that Disney took it over. And so they're, they're real super negative about anything that uh, Disney does with, with Star Wars. So they go on and on about how bad it is. So, But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> they're definitely... That's definitely out there. Um, I don't know in Disney World, but in Disneyland in the last 10 years, they've really stepped up the food. The food used to be pretty bad, and they've really improved the food dramatically in, in Disneyland um, in terms of what you um, how good things are at uh, pretty much everywhere. Because they used to be really pretty ordinary. Like, there's a place in uh, in uh, California Adventure was a, a hot dog stand, and it was just regular hot dogs. And now they're, they're super gourmet type things. That's kind of cool that they've done that. And it's not all, you don't have to go to a 
high-priced restaurants. It's just pretty much everywhere. So I think that's something that's happened in Disney World. Yeah, we tra- well, this is also, I feel like we're saying some of the things from our trip report, but we had, and I don't know if you guys have it, we have a place called Sleepy Hollow, and it's close to the castle, like on the left-hand side if you're facing the castle, and they have like chicken and waffles and then these waffles with fruit and Nutella. And that was the first time we tried those this year and they were amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There's a, there's a, okay, well, this is in, in Disneyland. They, we see, there's a thing called uh, the Village Hosp. It used to be called that. It was called that in both parks and it's over by, uh, oh, yeah. by Combo. It's yeah. the Pinocchio and so that, place. Yeah, and that so that used to be a pretty ordinary place, but they rethemed it in Disneyland to uh, to Beauty and the Beast. When they did that, they stepped the food up. It's definitely um, pretty good now, and so it's a pretty popular place. Too. I think it was temporary when they brought out the live action version of it, and then they decided that hey, we're just gonna we're gonna do this permanently, and so they have stepped it up, and it's definitely the food's a lot better. So yeah, so they've done that in a lot of places, not every place. There is definitely a lot of food options that they didn't use to have that aren't that expensive. I plus they mobile order a lot of places now too. So that that's really cool because you don't have to wait in line. So and they're doing more and more of that. That I think they did that first in Disney World by far, but they started doing it in Disneyland too. So that's a lot of fun to be able to just go wherever you want. So you guys tried that then, out? So we did we had lunch at, it's called award wieners in uh, Hollywood land in, uh, in DCA. We did that there and then we did it um, in the summertime too. They have one in downtown Disney where they'll do it. That's um, Trader Sam's. It's the place that's um, in the Disneyland Hotel so you can you can do that there too. So there's a bunch of restaurants now and more and more all the time where you can you can do mobile order and yeah, it's way better because you don't stand in line for you know 30 minutes or whatever to get a hot dog or whatever it is. That's definitely cool. There's just a lot of places that are, are moderately priced but the food's a lot better than it used to be. Right. So that's definitely definitely something they've improved dramatically. And the problem with the Christmas merchandise is that it sells out. I mean so I don't know if you guys saw anything online that you wanted and you couldn't get it. But we fortunately I because I have students that go down before I did and because uh, a lot of people think it's cool to go down right after they deck like they'll, they'll go down and they um, overnight will decorate the parks. And they like to go down when it's still the theme for Halloween and then they switch over. Some people really like that. Um, I have a student that does that. So I was able to have them buy the shirt that I wanted for Christmas. And if I hadn't had to do that, it wouldn't have gotten the shirt because they sell out almost instantly with some stuff. So they'll get some pretty cool Christmas stuff. And some of them are, yeah, some of the merchandise is really pretty cool. It took a long time to get Baby Yoda out anywhere. So did you guys watch The Mandalorian? No. Joey did. But we, yeah, we know about yeah. Baby Yoda because I said, Kaylee, you should get a Baby Yoda this year. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to. We never did see it, though, did we? It's not out yet. Oh, okay. No, there's no there's no stuffed animals out. There's no uh, toys out yet. But you can, uh, now you can buy a shirt with them on it. But, but you couldn't. You couldn't buy that when we went there. There was there was virtually no, even though it's very popular, they just didn't get on it and uh, make stuff for Mandalorian. So it's kind of weird because I think they missed out on a lot of money because there was definitely a lot of people who wanted that stuff. But they, uh, and they, they have a spirit jersey now with it on it and stuff like that, but they did for a while. But yeah, in general, the thing with Christmas time is it's busy. I mean, I know it's probably busy in Disney World too. I think it's probably about as busy as it gets. And as you get closer to Christmas, it gets busier and busier. And then like New Year's Eve is completely insane. I was there once the Christmas week and it was like people standing on top of each other. So, uh, you, the farther away you get from Christmas, we went, uh, December, uh, like, 15th or something and it wasn't too bad but if you get close to Christmas it uh, it gets pretty crazy and then it is busy during the summer too but not uh, not as bad as Christmas time Christmas time is probably the busiest that it ever gets um, but they do do a lot of entertainment I mean you know, like stuff with people walking around and all kinds of things so I have pictures that uh, people can see that are on my um, Facebook page that are public okay on my Facebook there's just pictures of Disneyland it's not you I just look for my name and Somerville High School and it's pretty easy to, to find it. That'd be a good place for a lot of the stuff I'm talking about being there. Galaxy's Edge looks a little different than it does for you guys because you're, for some, for some reason, a lot brighter. The, all the colors, I think they did that because there's a lot more sun in Florida. The one, the, the one in Disneyland is more muted colors than the one in, uh, in Disney World for some reason. I know they did that. So that's something they must have done because of the sun, I think. Have you been there in the summer? Not since 2009. It, we decided it was not worth melting over. 
<laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it gets really, really warm. So they, they did make it a little different. But I mean, they're virtually clones of each other otherwise. I think that the, that the two lands are, are, are completely identical, which is different than a lot of other things because the Rivers of America is different right. in, uh, in Disney World. And, it's, and uh, a lot of things are different. I don't think you have pirate on comes around in Disney World. Mm, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, we it's yeah, but it's part. It's I mean, a, the theme. It's part of the island theme to it. No, no. Yeah, you say we do. There's a, a big percentage of the island that's, that's actually Pirates of the Caribbean, so it's themed to that. Um, I think you still have a fort. You guys still have a fort that's on the island. Yes. Like a oh yeah, so you don't have it anymore. So there's there's a lot of things that are that look pretty much the same at Disneyland, but they're they're a lot different. Um, in terms of uh, what's actually there. You guys saw the new stuff in there. There's some new uh, films in that car. Were they there when you were there? The new films? No, I don't think so. Okay, there's new films. There, there's film in uh, Canada. There's a new one there. There's a new oh, one oh, in, oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, we did not get to. It was, um, it was rainy this time, and so we picked our favorite things and didn't because we'd been there before and we knew that it would be okay and we'd come back and we didn't do some of that stuff. Yeah. And plus there's a lot of construction. Yes. So it's, it's all torn up. Especially in... Yeah, there's a lot of construction right now. Um, we doing Snow White. You guys lost Snow White when they um, put in the mine train. Correct. So that's gone in, in Disney World and then the uh, in Disneyland they're receiving Snow White completely apparently. I don't I don't know exactly why. It was fine, but it's they're gonna um, they're gonna update it quite a bit. So they're changing that. They updated Peter Pan, which I think they did with you guys first. Um, that's been updated for a little bit. And then uh, they're doing something major with the carousel with ours. They, the carousel is all underneath the wraps right now, so um, I don't know what they're doing there. So do you guys still have a sword in the stone in front of the one in, in Disney World? Yes, and while we were there somebody pulled it out. Um, they did it at Disneyland too. They did some kind of yeah. Someone pulled it out. And they had to. They put a piece of tape over it for a while. Someone broke it. They pulled it out and broke it. Oh and then no! They had to fix it. Yeah. Like this guy pulled, pulled it out it and they like made a big deal about it. Like he got to be in a parade or something. I don't know. It was kooky. Oh uh, okay. Well, they used to do that. They used to have a show where they. Uh, when my kids were little, uh, Merlin would come out. The guy dressed as Merlin. Uh-huh. And he'd come out. They would do a show, and they'd have to pick a kid. My son did it once. If you pull on the, on the thing normally, you can't pull it out. Well, not normally. But he, uh, you put, they'll let the kid pull it. It doesn't come all the way out, but it comes up out of the stone, and then they, they give you a hat and stuff. They used to do that. So, like, you were the king. But they haven't done that for years, but they, they used to do that. So, that it can move. And I bet it's the same at Disney World, probably because they used to do that there, too. Um, but there's a different name at Disney World, because it's themed to Cinderella's castle. Correct. So I think it's King. It's the King that's in Sleeping Beauty that is called. I'm blanking right now, but it's uh, it's not the same name, but it's the same ride. I, mean, I think it looks exactly it's pretty much the same. But they're messing with that. They messed with Dumbo where we are. They made it much bigger. The whole area, there's a whole big area now. So yeah, they're always doing something. I don't think uh, they're going to change Snow White. We wrote that to make sure we saw it before they changed it because they're going to change it. Yeah, we went for 16 hours on Christmas. I haven't done that in years. Oh my gosh. So that was a lot of time. Yeah, we started, we got there when it opened, and we stayed until midnight because Disneyland closes at midnight on uh, a Saturday. So it closed at midnight and uh, DCA closed at 10. So you have to choose if you want to see the fireworks. Well, they clap, camp the fireworks today with the night of the wind, but they, typically you have to choose if you want to see um, one of the nighttime shows because they all kind of occur at the same time. So you've got Fantasmic. Sometimes it has two shows. And then they have the fireworks right after Fantasmic. And then World of Color is before either one. So you can't do everything usually. So it's a, that, that's probably another difference compared to Disney because there's how many fireworks shows in Disney World. So I don't even know. just one. They're yeah, everywhere. Second. Every park has one. And they're doing a brand new one for Epcot. Right, right. That Harmonious, I think it's called. So, yeah, there is some temporary one now, but they're they're going to go to a different one. So, so but Disney only has the one. And they're pretty much like the one in Magic, in Magic Kingdom. I know, I think it's pretty similar. But it was Christmas one. So, they do that at Christmas time. So, and it snows. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It snows at Disney World, too, doesn't it? It does so at do. the Magic Kingdom and on one of Hollywood Boulevard, I think, in Hollywood Studios. But it doesn't yeah. in, It doesn't in Epcot or in Animal Kingdom. I didn't see snow. Yeah, it definitely snows. It, it doesn't snow in DCA. It snows, it snows at Disneyland on Main Street. It's, it's soap. But it, uh, it looks like snow. So. It does. We appreciate you talking to us and okay. have a good night. You have to go be a photographer now. You, I do. You're a man so. of many talents, teacher, photographer. Right. 
you know how it is to be a teacher. That's you know, right. The kinds of things you have to do. That's right. All right. I'd love to talk to you again sometime. We could talk about Disney in the classroom or something. I think you guys do that. So We do. Um, and then I do that. It's obviously different uh, what you do and what we do with uh, high school students. But uh, I use Disney quite a bit. Plus, I'm sure your classroom has Disney stuff all around it like mine does. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. Take care. It was good to talk to you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our time with Lee and that you learned a little bit more about Disneyland. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, simply email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Or if you'd like to book a trip or get a free quote, text us at 636-373-4497. Or you can even contact us at yourstorytravel.com. Check us out on our social media accounts. Our Facebook page is The Mousecapades Podcast or on our Twitter account, Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Kaylee, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends.